The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads ensure you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drives so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Whether you're tailgating out in the dirt lot, Carter Finley, shout out Carter Finley, or whether you're whitewater rafting, taking the entire family on an adventurous trip, maybe you're out camping at Mount Rogers, I used to go as a kid, wish my parents had a Hyundai Santa Fe, the Hyundai Santa Fe is perfect for your family outing, learn more about the all new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com, call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, everybody. It's me, Ryan Wilson, joined by John Breach. Again, no Will Brinson. Thank you, Lucky Stars. We're talking AFC North. That's part of the reason Brinson is not here. Part of a series we're going to cover all eight divisions with grades because next question you're going to ask if we have grades. We have grades. We're starting with AFC North because I love the Steelers. Uh, Breach apparently loves the Bengals now that they're going to be good. But before we get to that, the madness continues until its final weekend, and the Eye on College Basketball podcast remains your audio guide for the entire NCAA tournament. Gary Parrish and Matt Norlander will offer extensive previews and breakdowns of the Final Four and National Championship game. If you want the best March Madness analysis, follow Eye on College Basketball podcast anywhere you find this one. Breach, how excited are you? Not only about the 17-game schedule, which means that the Bengals can't go 8-8 eight eight anymore, but that they could actually be a legit contender in this division. I'd be more excited if they were playing Jacksonville 17 times, but I'm equally excited. They're going to be the first 17 and 0 team in NFL history. That's a lot. It's <laughs> a lot to be excited about Ryan. 17 and 0. So, right. So the Patriots went 19 and one or 18 and one, uh, 18 and one. So now you can go 20 and 0 if you go undefeated. Is that right? That is right. You get in the wild card game. Now you can go 21 and 0. 21 and 0. That's insane. That's a that lot is of football. Insane. That... The, the players might tell you that's a lot of football. But we're not there yet. We're in the offseason. So um, we're looking forward to the start of football. The AFC North, as I mentioned, we'll start with my Steelers because they are, checks notes, defending division champs. 11 and 0. Right? We, won't, we won't talk about the rest of the season, but they started 11 and 0. They have lost a ton of guys. I mean, a ton, mostly on defense. Really good players. Uh, starting off as a Marquise Pouncey retired, Vance McDonald retired, uh, defensively. Oh, Matt Filer, the offensive tackle signed with the, the Chargers. That ain't great because he was going to be penciled into the right tackle position more than likely. Bud Dupree signed with your, um, adopted team, the Nashville Titans, as I like to call them. So that's bad news for the Steelers. They cut Steven Nelson, the cornerback, because they have no money and he, he was a starter, uh, really good player. Mike Hilton signed with your Bengals, legitimately really good corner. Slot corner, Vince Williams, they cut as well. They're bringing back Juju Smith-Schuster on a one-year, $8 million deal after he found free agency not to be as lucrative as he perhaps thought. Uh, they signed B.J. Finney. <laughs> I'm laughing. We're getting all the, all the Bengals rejects. B.J. Finney, Finley, formerly the Steelers, went to Cincinnati, and now he was free agent, so they got him. 
to play center in some form. Joe Haig, they signed as a free agent offensive tackle. He is a, by every measure, uh, a replacement level player, but you need depth there. I think the best news breach is that Tyson Alu-Alu, who was drafted by the Jacksonville Jaguars, signed with the Steelers two years ago and left for Jacksonville at the start of free agency, got down there and said, you know what? I'm going to go back to Pittsburgh. So he's actually coming back to Pittsburgh. So they have one of their starters back defensively. How do you feel about what the Steelers have done thus far over two, two and a half weeks free agency? You know, when we were asked to give these grades, I was like, I'm feeling a D for the Steelers. And I was, I was thinking, is that my inner hatred coming out or have they really been that bad in free agency? I mean, you just went through everyone they've lost and then, uh, you know, you talk about the guys that came back, Juju Smith-Schuster, woohoo, he wasn't anything great last year. Ben Roethlisberger, uh, the team wanted him so ba- back so badly, they made him take a pay cut. Yeah, I didn't even um, talk about him. That's right. And so now, like, I don't know what to make of this team. And, uh, you know, if they were bringing back the exact same team they had last year, probably wouldn't pick them to win the division, but I think maybe they have a shot at the playoffs. But they just lost so much, and they haven't brought back enough and Ryan, I'm giving the Steelers a D for their offseason. Is that fair or am I crazy? Yeah, no, you're not even being a hater, a Bengals hater at this point. Uh, D sounds not, uh, nice. It sounds like you're being uh, liberal with your grading. Let me ask you this and try to say this, uh, consider this as objectively as possible because as we note, you are a Bengals homer and you, the only time you get passive aggressive is when we're talking about the Steelers. So Roethlisberger now is going to be a year and a half removed from this elbow injury. Will he be better or will he be worse? But he's also older. Uh, I think he's We're all older, going to be better. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, that's... You didn't see that curveball coming. I will be surprised if he's better. I, I think they have a new offensive coordinator who may force him to run the ball more. Not him personally, because that would be fun. Fun to watch, unless you're a Big Ben and a Steelers fan. But I think run the ball more as a team because he can't throw the ball 50 times a game. We'll see if that makes him better. I don't think it'll be enough to, to your point, make this team anything more. I mean, 500 seems, which sounds idiotic to say, given that they went 500 with Mason Rudolph and, and Duck Hodges, and more idiotic to say since you can't go 500 in, in a, uh, an odd scheduled season, <laughs> they're going to be around 500. I don't see big things for this team. I don't think it'd be crazy to see them win nine or ten games. Like, nine and eight doesn't sound good. Nine and seven, you're like, oh, I'm a playoff team. Nine and eight sounds like a failure. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want the 17 game schedule is dumb. I don't want nine and eight teams around here because I mean, growing up like 10 and six meant something in terms of, Oh, you, you had a okay season. You had a few slip ups. 11 and five is a really good team. 11 and six. I don't know. All right. Speaking of, uh, I don't know. Let's get to your Cincinnati Bengals. They have the number five overall pick. You've made this known throughout, even though they signed Riley Reef and free agency, they need to get an offensive tackle, offensive lineman at some, in some fashion at that number five pick. Do not take a wide receiver or tight end or whatever. So they added Trey Hendrickson. We've talked on previous podcasts about how you would have just preferred uh, they keep um, who they who they let go to the Jets. Uh, Carl Lawson. Yeah, keep Carl Lawson instead of signing Trey Hendrickson. It would have been cheaper. They got a Wouzier from the Cowboys to to play cornerback. Mike Hilton, I mentioned already. Riley Reef, I also mentioned. They lost William Jackson. Geno Atkins, A.J. Green is now reun- not reunited, but he has joined Dre Hopkins in, in uh, Arizona, and the aforementioned Carl Lawson is now with the Jets. Anything you want to add in terms of uh, additions, subtractions? How do you feel about Joe Burrow's progress? How do you feel going into year, feels like year 30, but I think it's year three for Zach Taylor. 
Uh, well, they trade away your boy Ryan Finley for oh, yeah. a sixth round pick. Maybe your tattoo could be Ryan Finley with whoever the Bengals use that sixth round pick on, like buddying up, like some sort of buddy cop tattoo. I think that could be. And we'll if throw only you in I, I knew where to get in touch with the person that's in charge of doing that. Soon, Ryan. That person will be in touch with you soon. You don't worry about that. So, <laughs> you know, I, I, I didn't hate the Bengals free agency, but when you look at like their biggest signings, especially Trey Hendrickson, all you think is, why didn't you just keep Carl Lawson? Why didn't you just keep William Jackson? Why are you going out? You know, you mentioned you like the Mike Hilton signing. I like the Mike Hilton signing, but when you're talking about, you already had guys that were good on your roster. Your defense didn't have very many good players, and two of them you did have. You let walk away. You could have put the franchise tag on one of them. What is going on? Uh, so when I look at it from that sense, I did not love their free agency. I'd probably give them a C. Um, I would say I, I do like that they went out and get got Riley Reef. They obviously need the tackle. And so, you know, Riley, Riley Reef was even talking about playing guard during his last couple of years in Minnesota. He said he would do it if that's what the Vikings needed. And so you, you'd start looking at the Bengals draft. If they do end up taking, uh, a tackle, then maybe Reef kicks in and plays guard a little bit. And now you have a really beefed up offensive line. So, uh, yeah, it was just basically they let two guys walk that they shouldn't have let walk. They should have brought back at least one of them. And I'm not sure they filled all the holes they needed to fill. Uh, but they did an okay job. So C is average, right? That's okay. So that's, I'm giving them a C. So they also signed Larry Ogajobi, uh, formerly of the Browns, and Eli Apple, former first-round pick of the Giants. He's sort of bounced around the league. He hasn't really panned out. But a one more body, I'm going to give him a B-. minus. I, I think Ooh. compared to the D that we just gave the Steelers, they have done substantially better, if for no other reason than, than they cut Bobby Hart. I mean, that alone should be reason <laughs> enough to celebrate uh, a B- minus or better. Great. But yeah, the William Jackson thing was weird. The Carl Lawson thing was weird. Where did William Jackson end up signing? Washington. Oh, football team. That's it. Ugh, that, that team. That's why we like them so much. Football, football team and Giants. Team. Football team. So, Crushing free agency. Yeah. I, I know what you're saying. Like, Awuzie for Jackson doesn't seem like a fair trade for the Bengals. You had Carl Lawson, then you have Trey Hendrickson. He has one year productivity. Carl Lawson knows the system. AJ Green, I'm fine with. Uh, they didn't replace him, but that's okay. They have two really good young wide receivers who can get another one in the draft if they so choose. Um, they had to get better on defense. Did they get better on defense? I, I think it's close, but I'm going to give him a B minus. I, I sort of get what they're doing. The biggest thing, of course, is Joe Burrow's health, protecting him and Zach Taylor doing something different than he has done, uh, the first two years, which, Frankly, it wasn't a lot of fun to watch. All right, let's take a quick break, and we'll come back and get the last two teams in the division right after this. The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. All right. Cleveland Browns actually had a really good season last year to the point where they beat Steelers in back-to-back uh, weeks, week 17, first round of the playoffs. And then they should have probably beaten the Chiefs after Patrick Mahomes went down, but they got Chad Henney there at the end. But we're in it. I mean, no one thought in a million years they would, they would beat the Steelers in back-to-back weeks and then uh, have a chance to beat the Chiefs in Kansas City in the playoffs for a chance to go to the AFC championship game. Is that what that would have been? If what? If they had beaten the chiefs. Yep. 
Golly, can you imagine that? Okay, so what have the Browns? I cannot imagine it. Have the Browns gotten better? Let's see. So what have they done so far? They let Kendall Lamb go and Adrian Claiborne. No big losses there in terms of uh, play-to-play productivity. John Johnson, the safety for the Rams, formerly now of the Bengals, I absolutely love. I think he's going to be a really good player. He's a really good player in Los Angeles. They signed Malik Jackson and Tack McKinley. Tack McKinley is more of a flyer as an edge rusher. They need help there. Anthony Walker, formerly the, the Colts. Darius Leonard said he was sorry to see him go, That line, the, the linebacker. And, and Troy Hill they also signed. So they've made some moves. Nothing super sexy. Nothing of uh, in terms of spending money. Outside of John Johnson, they didn't make the splash. I would argue that uh, certainly the Bengals did with with the players they signed and, and Hendrickson and and Reef and and Hilton to lead the way there. What do you think about the, this group? Uh, that's interesting. You say that, Ryan, because I actually thought I thought going into the off season, the Browns probably had the best roster in the AFC North. Whoa! Just, just to look at what everybody's going through, the Steelers are going through turmoil. The Bengals have what they ha- you know they don't have a defense. And, you know, you look at, hey, where Cleveland, where are their holes? Well, their secondary was a hole, so they went out and fixed that and got two really good players in Troy Hill and John Johnson. You know, if Malik Jackson, Tech McKinley, if those guys pan out up front, all of a sudden their defense is really, really good. So I thought they made a bunch of smart moves. I know you, you just mentioned they didn't hit any home runs, but you don't have to hit home runs to win in free agency. You, you hit a bunch of singles, you get a bunt here and there, sacrifice bunt, Um you give Hugh say Jackson this. an extension when yeah, he's 0-8 in 2017. So let me get the math right. Hugh Jackson finally got paid all his money. Then he started talking about how things were terrible. I think that's how that worked according to his contract. But uh, to follow up on your point, Grant Delpit, their second-round safety last year, didn't play because of injury. Greedy Williams, their second-round quarterback from the year before, struggled with injuries as well. So those two guys are coming back as well in addition to Denzel Ward, in addition to John Johnson who they signed. So to your point, this I think you're right. I was sort of just thinking about the Bing, uh, the, the Ravens, excuse me, but I think on paper, the Browns are better. And it certainly feels like Baker Mayfield's more comfortable playing with Kevin Stefanski than Freddie Kitchens, which is not a big surprise. But Stefanski got the most out of Baker, relied on the running game, which is what he did with Kirk Cousins and Dalvin Cook in Minnesota and carried that over. And it seems to be working. And, oh, by the way, they're getting Odell Beckham back. They are. I gave him an A-. minus. That's my free agency grade for the Browns. My That's only A-type a- grade in the division. I agree. I, I think if we're doing D for the Steelers, B- minus for what the Bengals were trying to accomplish. I think A minus makes sense for the reasons you like Tack McKinley. He may not make the roster. I don't know, but it's a flyer. They're not spending any money on him. Anthony Walker, I think will be an underrated signing. John Johnson, I think he's going to be an impact player. And Troy Hill uh, had some flashes uh, previously in his NFL career. And he has a chance to to do that again. And he's not going to be asked to do everything. So, um, and they, they, they resigned Rashard Higgins, who could be the number three. So the air is pointing up as Mike Tomlin likes to say. All right. Finally, <laughs> The Baltimore Ravens. They added Kevin Zeitler, who where did Kevin Zeitler come from? Did he come from the Browns? He came from the no, Browns the via Cincinnati. Oh, Cincinnati no, he came Browns. From the Giants. He came the from Giants. the Giants. Yeah, he was Cleveland the, via Cincinnati. That's right. He was he may have been part of the Jabril Pepper trade. I may be wrong on that. I may be wrong on that. But either way, he had a chance to re up with the Giants and said, No, I'm just gonna go to the Ravens. Uh, which, which makes sense. They, they need help along the offensive line. That's going to be a, a, a lot of running going on in Baltimore. If that's what Zeitler likes to do, by all means, they re-upped Derek Wolf and Tyus Bowser. They lost Unique Ngakwe. They lost Matt Judon. Judon signed with the Patriots. Ngakwe signed with what he signed. Let me see real quick. It's hard to keep up with all these guys. The Raiders. The Raiders. That was a huge need for them. So they got, they got unique. 
Matt Scora is also gone, and so is Jihad Ward. So let's see who else they got. Let me check my my little personal list here, Breach. I don't trust the NFL. I gotta do my own free agent list. Oh, they also cut Mark Ingram early on. Mark Ingram ended up signing with the um Texans. So he is gone. That's fine. They have J.K. Dobbins. But here's here's the name, Breach. Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watt. Who's throwing him the ball? Lamar. I mean, you already had Marquise Brown complaining about the lack oh, of throws. Now you're going to throw someone else in there? Yeah. You're going to play in a run-heavy offense? Miles Boykin, Sammy Watkins, Hollywood Brown, and the, the slew of tight ends started with Mark Andrews. So, yeah, there there's a one football, a lot of running, and not a lot of throwing. So that's something that you have to figure out. Interestingly, the Ravens actually want to sign Juju Smith-Schutz, according to our Jason Lockham for one year, 9.5 million or thereabouts, which is more than what he got from the Steelers. But he went back to Pittsburgh in part because he knows the offense, in part because he knows he'll be the primary guy in town, uh, to your point about Sammy Watkins. And they pass the ball a lot more than they run the ball. All right. What are your thoughts on what the Ravens have done? Uh, well, you know what? They lost a lot of people defensively. Obviously they re-signed Tyus Bowser, Derek Wolf. Though that, that's important because when you're losing guys like Matthew Judon and, uh, Yannick Ngakwe, you got, you can't lose everyone. And so I thought they kind of stayed the course. I think getting Kevin Zeitler in there was huge because look, if you're going to run the ball, you need good offensive linemen. And I know that the Ravens would love to figure out how to throw the ball more, but their bread and butter is running it. That's it. I mean, that that's just a fact of the matter. Even if they throw the ball a little bit more, they're still going to be one of the few predominantly uh, run-heavy teams in the NFL. Uh, so I really, really like the Zeitler addition, uh, but they just lost too many guys. So I am going to give them, uh, like the Bengals, I'm going to give them a C. I just don't feel like they got better. I don't feel like they got worse. They just stayed the course. I think that feels about right. So let me double check. D for the Steelers, C for the Bengals, A minus for the Browns. So we said, yeah, and you gave the Bengals a B minus, a B minus. Okay, yeah, uh, okay. I think I'm, okay. B minus for the Bengals. I'm going to give the 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 Ravens uh, a C. I think they haven't done quite as much. They've they've lost more in terms of the edge rush. That's a concern. Um. Although Yannick Ngakwe didn't really add a whole bunch anyway, but they have to get that sorted out and they can certainly do that in the draft, but they haven't done it thus far. I like the Sammy Watkins signing, but to your point, uh, is, is he going to get a lot of looks? We don't know. Probably not. So there we go. That's what I have. That's what you have. Any final thoughts on this division, the AFC North? Uh, in my heart, I gave the Bengals an A plus. Yes. I just want people to know that it was a C on paper, but in my heart, an A plus. C in your programs, an A in your heart. John Breach on the Bengals. All right, that's it for the AFC North. We'll be back uh, in the coming weeks for the rest of these divisions. So come back, check that out. Uh, Spotify, iTunes, uh, Zoom. No, what was the name of that? What was the name of that uh, MP3 player that the Microsoft? I think it's called the Zoom. It was a Zoom. Zoom. That's where Breach listens to his podcast on Zoom. So wherever you get those things, check them out. We'll talk to you later. See ya. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 